Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome to another interview. Today, I'm talking with Mel Daniels, content coach and strategist from Meld Business and founder of The Content Effect. Mel's going to share with us her journey through digital marketing while running her business and evolving it over time and how she has found her digital confidence. Welcome, Mel. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, Marianne. It is such an honor to be here. Fantastic. Well, look, as you know, um, this podcast is all about marketing with confidence. And I wanted to get you on here today to, I guess, share your story, um, talk about your journey in business and, and your journey through digital marketing as well. So to kick off, do you want to tell us all a bit about you and your business? I would love to, Marianne. So my name is Mel, Mel Daniels. I am a content coach and strategist, and I empower women to grow a profitable business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts their ideal client. I do that through two different ways. So I work one-on-one with clients, um, VIP clients. I help them build out their uh, email sequences and lead magnets and strategy as well. And then the second way is through my beautiful membership. Oh, fantastic. And so how long have you been running your business? So I have been in business for about six years, but the business I have today looks very, very different to the business that was started six years ago. So six years ago, I decided that it was time for me to do something for myself. So I had been a full-time mum. So just to go back a couple of steps, Mm -hmm. I had a corporate career in uh, the banking and finance industry and then through some amazing things that happened in our life in the universe threw us a few curveballs. We ended up moving to London and and um, had our second child there. So we moved there with a six-month-old wow. and our second child there. And I became a full-time mum when I was there. Um, unfortunately, I had to resign from my job, which was really disappointing because I loved what I did so much in that corporate space. But it was time for a new challenge, a new chapter, and I embraced being a full-time mum. And so I did that for another 10 years. And then, and then I got to a space where it was time to do something for myself again. I knew that I didn't want to go back to the corporate world, not because I didn't love it, because I loved it. I loved it so much. I loved the people that I worked with. I loved the culture. I loved the opportunities, all of those things. But I knew that my life had just taken a different direction and, and going back to that corporate role wasn't going to fit in with how I envisaged our life to look like. So, um, I decided to start a business. I had no idea what to do. <laughs> like I was, I was really into cake decorating. So oh. I thought maybe, maybe that's yeah. what I want to do. Uh-huh. But, but, um, I quickly saw that the kind of like the legal regu- regulations that I had to jump through to be able to do that from home was quite difficult, um, in the area that I live. So, I landed on being a virtual assistant. So six years ago, I started my business as a virtual assistant. And like most people, Marianne, tried to be all things to all people. And we'll probably talk about that today, about, you know, niching and finding your ideal clients. But um, it took me a long time. 
to yeah. get into the groove of things. So that's where I started six years ago. Wow. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? And I guess it is that unique experience of women that we, you know, we spend a lot of time, if you're that, you know, if you're that way inclined, building a career and, and sort of being passionate and and then we have children and often that's the turning point that changes everything. You know, it, obviously naturally it can change your priorities but also it's it's the juggle and 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 sort of learning how you're going to embrace that or adapt to that and and we often either yeah change our careers or change our priorities or you know or take a break and and it, it's that funny thing i think when you when you're fresh out of school and you're studying or you go into the workforce you don't really foresee that you're in one window and then at some point you know you may have children and then you may face a whole different landscape, you know. It, it, it's fascinating. And I know for myself, you know, my journey, as I've shared before, is is about that as well, as having having children and then really reevaluating how, you know, can I travel at the drop of a hat anymore? No, I can't. You know, do I want to travel three hours a day to my job? No, I don't. You know, all, all those things. And and you touched on loving corporate. And, yeah, like I, I think for myself, that was massive for me too. You know, I loved my teams. I loved all the people I worked with and that that community. And they're just fun, you know, the fun we used to have. And I think I, I resisted the thought that I was starting a business for so long. I kept saying, when I go back, when I go back, I'm doing this now, but when I go back, because I miss the people more than anything, I miss the people. Um, yeah, so no, I can completely relate. And so how did you feel about digital marketing when you started out? Well, funnily enough, back in the dark ages, so probably, oh, I would hate to say this, but maybe 25 years ago, I actually did a degree in marketing. Mm -hmm. So um, obviously back then, though, marketing was a very different beast to what it was six years ago to even what it is today, right? Like there's been so many changes, especially driven by technology um, and various social media apps. So I think that when I first started out in business, it was my belief that I could build a website and yeah. the clients would come. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could just put my put my name on a on a website and and that would be it. And I would be raking in the money. But obviously we all yeah. know that that's not the way. Unfortunately, can't it be? <laughs> I know. That's not the way it works. So um, I think that it was a bit of a shock to the system, yeah. uh, to be honest. Even though I had that background in marketing, even though I had a background in communications in terms of my uh, corporate career, yeah. I think that it was still a real shock to the system that you would have to actually put yourself out there. You have to put yourself in front of people and really um, showcase exactly who you are. So I think that for me, when I first started, that this really was a shock to the system. Yeah. I I think, though, that it's been a blessing for me. So as I kind of just described, that I've moved from being a virtual assistant into being this content strategist and part of that process has been seeing how digital marketing works and content marketing works and seeing the impact that it has on people and seeing, you know, what they are doing and what they aren't doing and putting those pieces together for them. So I think that whilst for myself, it was a real, um, I wasn't quite sure what I was doing. I quickly found my feet, but not only that, realized how many other people were feeling the same way. Yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah, of course, I mean, drawing on your own learnings and then being able to identify it for other people gives them, you know, gives them the quick start. It helps them to, you know, save all the years that, you know, that you spent obviously testing and observing and learning. And always, I guess, it's so much easier to to help others and help ourselves as well. You know, it's, it's really easy to see where someone else can improve and you know, drawing those things, I always go, I always say, if only I could be my own client, you know, I feel like I'd do a really good job for me. hundred <laughs> percent. It's like being the chef who doesn't like cooking at home or yes. the, you know, the carpenter yes. who's taking years to do a renovation. But um, yeah, it's definitely something that I've grown to love over time, yeah. I would say. Yeah, beautiful. And I guess, you know, what's been your biggest challenge in all this time? Oh, so I, I would say that there's, been two major ones and I know that a lot of listeners will probably resonate with a couple of these with these two things the first is around confidence Mm -hmm. and visibility so we all know that we need to put ourselves out there in order for our ideal client to first see us uh, understand who we are connect with us before we can then go on to nurture and convert them right? So, but doing that, having the confidence and the courage to actually put yourself out there, it just takes a lot of work. And I've actually done a lot of work around this myself over the past 12 months and feel like, you know, I'm gradually stepping into that, but still every day it is a challenge. It is, you know, um, all of those inner mean girl thoughts that goes around in our head. I know. Rude. Oh, I know, I know. And I think because we're not the selfie generated, you know, we weren't born with an iPhone in our hand. We're not used to studying our own reflections day and night. I mean, I don't even look in the mirror dead on and, you know, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I kind of approach it from a bit of a side (laughs) angle. Um, To now, I think I find that the most confronting. I, I, I almost feel I'd be better if I could do stories and videos but not see myself at the same time. I need like a personal assistant that comes around and just films me. And then I never want to see it again. I, I, I you know, I, I struggle in this area and I love to tell my clients, you know, you've got to show up on video. You've got to put your face out there. But I find it, I find it just as overwhelming and challenging. I don't, I don't relish it at all. Um, you know, I have no problem speaking in a room to real people. Again, I think it's something about that reflection back on yourself. I'm just, it's confronting. It's so confronting. It, it can be. It can be really confronting. And I think that the work that I've done probably over the 12 months is that I've sought help in terms of coaching, not only coaching specifically for my business, but also for my confidence as well, specifically. Um, And then just finding those tools that work for you as well. So for me, it is so much about visualization um, and that is my go-to tool. So whenever I'm feeling like a little bit disconnected or like I really don't want to show up and do this live, I really don't want to do this, I, I really can't do this right now, a visualization really helps me to connect into that feeling of what the outcome is that I want Amazing. to have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like I know um, I'm very clear in terms of the feeling that I want my v- business to feel like and I know that to get there, I need to be really connected to that. And then that then feeds backwards into, um, you know, having the confidence and actually following through on what I was 
wanted to do. So I would used to I would used to see that I would go through launches. And I mean, launching is such an intense oh, digital yeah. marketing experience, content yeah. marketing experience as well. Like there's just so many moving pieces and you do have to be confident and show up and be visible and be in people's faces all the time. But I would get to a point where I'd be like, what's the point? No one's listening. No one's yeah. watching. You know, yeah. I don't I don't want to do this. Like, why am I doing this? But adding in that visualization part of things has really helped me to see things through to the end no matter how I perceive them to be going it it just adds that extra like yes Mel you can do this that's amazing that's such good advice because I think you're right it it is keeping your eye on the bigger picture but also I love the point you made about how you want your business to feel and you know really making sure that you're preparing yourself to deliver on that as well yes definitely so I talk a lot about a picture I have got on the middle of my vision board this year and it is a photo that I took in Queenstown a couple of years ago um, obviously pre-COVID travel times. <laughs> so this particular photo is taken from the Airbnb that we were staying at and it was a beautiful Airbnb. It was very luxurious and it was new and it was exciting, but it looked out over the lake and across to the mountains. Wow. So in that moment when I took that photo, I felt so at peace, so connected to both nature and the world in general. I felt um, life was easy and abundant, all of those beautiful words that we always hear. Yeah. So it's that photo then that anchors those feelings for me and really draws me back into the reason why I do need to be confident and visible and, and show up. That's beautiful. That's so lovely. Yeah, thank you. So that's the first thing I would say. Um, yeah. The first challenge is the confidence and the visibility. And the second thing is really around um I would say the challenge around thought leadership yeah. and and messaging. Okay. Yeah. So I th- kind of think that they go hand in hand when it comes comes to marketing. And it's something that I really struggled with for years on a couple of different levels, I would say. The first being is who am I <laughs> to even have thought leadership? I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, like who am I to yeah. say that, you know, I have these ideas and these ideas are amazing and you should be following me because and doing the things because, yeah. you know, I'm an expert. That has been really difficult to kind of step into that, like putting together the ideas around what it actually is that I care about and that. I want to talk about and that I want to share with everyone. Yeah. And so kind of stemming from that is is your message. I feel like that they go very much hand in hand. So for me, my message has always been a struggle because I've always been searching for the formula, that magic formula. So what's that magic sentence where you can insert the words and all of a sudden you've got this amazing message you can put yeah. on your website and forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um for me, then it's really been about stepping into who I am, what yeah. I believe, yeah. and having the conviction around that as well. So it's really hard to do that, but I'm finding that I can do it better more yeah. often because I talk about it more. And that's something that a lot of people don't do. I think that they kind of write it down and think about it and go, oh, yes, tick, I've done my message but do they actually talk about it? So yeah. I think that those things together, the confidence and the visibility together with the 
thought leadership and the messaging have probably been my biggest challenges by far. Yeah, but great spaces of personal growth, you know, and I think as as we both know, you know, the hard things are, are the, the best things to move through and, and you know, they're, they're, they're uncomfortable as you as you try to expand in those areas, but every, you know, small step forward is so rewarding. And the feedback that you get from people is generally more positive than you anticipate. And I think that helps to propel you down that path. And, you know, I know that you are such a, you know, inspiration to your community and and a leader in your community. And then there's that feedback where you've helped someone and, you know, you've helped someone to expand or grow or achieve that, makes it all worth it, you know, make that stretching all worth it. It most certainly does, doesn't it? Like I was definitely born to serve and the fact that I can show up and make a difference in people's lives kind of blows my mind a little bit, quite frankly, that that we have the amazing technology at our fingertips these days, the amazing platforms to be able to connect and reach such a wide range of different people as well. Um, But to be able to do that, like you said, is a very, very special thing and something that I don't take for granted, that I do have um, this beautiful aligned community who really do once again reflect my own values and beliefs yeah. and yeah. when and when we're kind of true to that and really sit in that I think then then that's when we see this amazing beautiful business and personal growth yeah absolutely um you may have already touched on it but you know what do you see as your biggest learning then yeah, I think that it has definitely been um, being true to myself yeah. and understanding that. Like, I think that for a long time, I knew that I wanted to articulate my purpose in life. You know, I wanted to reach this this massive goal, wanted to have this big understanding, this big bang moment. And I did attend a retreat in 2019 where I really did some work on my values and then how this leads into my my mission and my purpose. Yeah. And I think understanding that and being able to have a very good general idea of why I am here and yeah. what I'm I'm meant to do and what I love doing and what I want to do yeah. has really fed back into um my marketing. So in that respect, like once you're very, very clear on exactly what your values are, and I don't just mean like, oh, yeah, my values are these. I I mean like understanding what that actually means, like not just the value itself, but understanding how that manifests in in your life and how you want it to manifest in your life as well. I think that it just becomes um, so much easier to make decisions, doesn't it, around your your content and your marketing. absolutely. Yeah. So, like, if something doesn't align, um, I can I can tell you my top three values are family, community, and connection. So, I know that if my content or my something in my business isn't uh, aligned with the um, those three values, then it's a definite no for me. Like, I can be very very clear in terms of how I want to show up and what what that actually looks like looks like. So, I think that that's probably been a huge huge learning for me that. Everything really flows, everything, business, your content, everything is so much easier when you understand what your values and beliefs are and how that relates to that bigger vision or bigger purpose as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I guess that's when you feel most satisfied, you know, and I think yes, it, it kind of goes back to the challenges as well around visibility and thought leadership and when you're trying to be what you think you need to be versus what you actually, you know, what you want to be and, and what aligns with you. You know, I think sometimes we think we have to be a certain way to attract people or to, you know, but the the truth is and you see it, you know, there's a tribe for everyone. There it's, is. Yeah. The more you show your true nature and align and, you know, don't compromise on your values, the people that resonate, they come to you, you know, yeah. and, and they align with you. And it's so much nicer to do that from an authentic place than to be doing it from something inauthentic that you have to keep it up, you know, and, and that fear of what if they find out I'm not, you know, this or I'm not that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, and, and just going on from that, like if you are being trying to be someone else or mm-hmm. being someone who you think you need to be mm-hmm. and you do attract people are based on that um, into your world how is that going to impact them in the long run so they think that you're this person because that's how you're showing up that's that's what you're you're you know putting out into the world and they're like yeah okay I really like Marianne I'm coming along this ride with her (laughs) and then so they connect with you and based on this but (laughs) then but then when they go to eventually purchase from you yeah What's the what's going to happen? There's yeah. going to be this massive mismatch because you can't always show up as this other person. No, when you're when you're just being yourself, yeah, and you know all the quirks that go with that, yeah, all the you know ups the downs that go with that, then that is what people are attracted to, and that's what they will be grateful for yeah. when they eventually purchase from you as well. Oh, totally, and I think because they're also looking. You know, it's like when you fall in love, you're looking to recognize yourself within someone else, you know, partly. And and it's sort of that too, you know, you're looking to find yourself within that other person to connect. And if you then find out it was all a big show, you know, that it was all a hook to get you across the line, it's like awful. You know, I can think of nothing worse than trying to convert people to something that I don't offer, you know, yeah. because I thought it seemed lucrative or I thought it seemed what I should be. Um, it do, it, it doesn't serve either of you. So no, yeah, not I, not not at all. And no. you know, if you look at it from a, even like a social perspective, so if you make friends with someone, yeah, you're being you're doing that on a you know a genuine basis. If you're not doing that on a genuine basis, pretending to be someone else or pretending to have things that you don't have, then yeah. it's only going to end in tears. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to run out at some point. Exactly. No, that's that that's true. And, and I think you're right. Like learning learning where what's important to you and then really stepping into that and being yourself. I think it increases your confidence because it's authentic and it, and obviously it it increases that real connection. Um which is beautiful. So, I guess you know, you've had a long journey through through business ownership and and obviously, you know, being in business for 6 years, you will have seen that digital marketing landscape change and change and change again. So, you how do you feel about it now? You know, how do you feel about your digital marketing now? Oh, that's that's a good question. Um I'm going to say obviously I love it. Yeah. I love it because I get to 
teach a part of it. I get to teach the content marketing part of it to an amazing um, audience. But I think that I always approach it as a learning process because like you said, it just changes so quickly and so much that there is always opportunities for us to do something differently or to, um, you know, perhaps try something different as well. There is just so many different platforms that we can use and different mediums we can use that I'm really I really love looking at it from a testing and trial perspective so like whilst I'm all about the strategy and you know making sure that you have a strategy in place to me that framework there is just that a framework to be able to play in different ways as uh, things change yeah Agree. And one of the things I love that you talk about in in your content and is one of your, uh, you know, offers is helping people to discover their superpower. Um, (laughs) And I love, again, that playfulness of that. Did you just want to tell us a little bit about your Discover Your Superpower quiz? Okay, I do. <laughs> it does. It sounds very funny when you describe it, but um, yeah, I think that we are all amazing, unique individuals, and we have amazing, unique strengths, and we bring different experiences and knowledge to the table. So we cannot all create content in exactly the same way. Yeah. You know, like there's so many people out there that teach uh, content creation in a certain way, in a certain structure. But that doesn't suit everyone because we are all different. So, yeah, so the quiz is just really about um, owning that superpower, finding out what that superpower is, and then actually owning it, owning it so that you can use it to your advantage and create that powerful content. But also on the flip side, seeing what your kryptonite is. So making sure that you avoid that or you have tools or strategies in place to minimize them because sometimes it can be, yeah, a little distracting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. And I definitely encourage everybody to head over to your socials and and grab the link and do it because it's a lot of fun. So look, Mel, to wrap up, you know, um, obviously I'm all about digital confidence and I'd love you to share your, you know, one piece of advice to business owners looking to increase their digital confidence. That's really unfair that I have to give (laughs) one piece of advice, but I think it'll just go back to exactly what we've been talking about this entire uh, episode. And that is really understanding who you are and when you, um, understand that we are all in the market of um, content creation. We are all content creators at heart um, and we need to be for our businesses to be successful. But as soon as we really step into exactly who we are and we feel that confidence, um, everything changes. Everything changes in terms of the ease. Everything changes in terms of, you know, the visibility and um, just creating that powerful content will really make a difference to your business 100%. Beautiful. That's such good advice. And I think, yeah, I think finding your groove, you know, and and I think we're both about it, you know, and no overwhelm, no stress, you know, keeping it, yes. keeping it simple and, and, and trying to, I guess, enjoy it as well, because, you know, it's, um, it, it should bring you a degree of joy. And I, and I think, you know, I know for a lot of my clients, it's the fighting the tech and the fighting the, 
the you know the physical skills sometimes more than than the what they want to say and 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 those sorts of things but as much as you can like everything just give in and go along for the ride you know I think that's when the, you get the most joy but it's been so lovely talking to you I really appreciate your time you've shared so much wonderful advice and you know just really lovely to to reflect on your journey with you as well so thank you so much for your time thank you so much for having me Marianne Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.